Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 671. Well, Mark, I think that what is really uh, driving my life these days is the idea that the best things happen when you don't press for them. Work hard, yes, but never push, and great things happen. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost jump starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest, Donald Osborne. And I'll let the listeners know, Donald was uh, my 42nd guest way back in July of 2014, so I'm so happy to have him back. Donald, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely, Mark. Let's go. All right. Great to have you here. Fresh off the airplane from Italy, I might tell our listeners as well. He's one traveling guy. Donald Osborne is an automotive consultant, a historian, and an accredited senior appraiser and a member of the American Society of Appraisers. He's the principal of Donald W. Osborne, LLC, Automotive Valuation Services, where he advises on collection building, vehicle acquisition, and sales. You'll find Donald on the CNBC primetime TV show with Jay Leno on Jay Leno's Garage or walking the lawns of numerous Concours events around the world as a judge and as a contributing automotive journalist for the finest publications available. His newest venture is a book titled Stile Transatlantico, Transatlantic Style, A Romance of Fins and Chrome. He teamed up with photographer Michael Furman and Coach Built Press to create this spectacular glimpse of the automobiles built in the decade and a half spanning the world, the end of World War II in 1960. And guess what? One fortunate Cars Yes subscriber is going to win a copy of this spectacular book, Compliments of Donald and Coach Belt Press. So listen up at the end to learn how you could be a winner. So, Donald, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Before we get into the questions, would you take a moment to share a little bit more about your history, your career, your business, and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Well, let's see, Mark. Uh, I think uh, we have about four hours on this program, correct? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I know. Your life, yeah, it's going to take that long. So that's why I emphasized a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've always been passionate about cars, and I have been incredibly fortunate and, and blessed to make my living working with the old cars since uh, 2004 when I started Automotive Valuation Services. For that, I was an enthusiast who did a bit of writing on cars, I contributed my first piece to Sports Car Market Magazine 
back in 1996, and uh, I basically haven't looked back since. I've done a lot of things in my life, uh, from being an opera singer at the Metropolitan Opera, to working in retailing, to working in marketing, communications, and advertising, but ultimately I came back to my first love, Cars, and I am incredibly lucky to do what I do. I've known Donald for a long time, and I met him through Keith Martin, who's been a guest on the show as well. And when you trace Donald's life as a passionate car guy, he is living the dream, absolutely. He's what Cars Yeah is all about. He's figured out how to wrap his passion for cars into his life. Ah, you have a wonderful time. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if your success quote has changed in the last two and a half years. So, Donald, take the wheel. Well, Mark, I think that what is really uh, driving my life these days is the idea that the best things happen when you don't press for them. Hmm. Work hard, yes, but never push, and great things happen. You know, I love that concept. Can you tell us how you've integrated that into what you do? Because you get your hands on so many cool things. I mean, you're at all the best car events. So how have you landed in these spots without pushing? Well, I think that the key to it is the fact that people who are very successful are generally very successful because they have a great passion and enthusiasm for what it is that they do. I find that by simply following my passion and sharing that passion with my clients and with uh, colleagues, I then get the invitations to come and judge at various events. And I do most of my business in consulting and uh, appraisal through word of mouth. Mm -hmm. I do very little advertising and wonderful clients who are real enthusiasts and appreciate the work that we do together recommend me to their friends and the cycle grows. I get great clients who become great friends, great friends who become great clients. And it's just an astonishing thing to me what has come from my enthusiasm. Yeah, you know, in our pre-show chat, Donald and I were talking because he did just return from a trip to Italy, one of his many trips this year. And we were talking about that, how when he goes on trips on his Facebook feeds, he shares his trip with his friends and followers. And you feel like you're on the journey with him. And, and now I see the point there is is you are always sharing, which is fantastic. You're sharing through your writing, sharing through your expertise, sharing through your time on the sh- uh, TV show with Jay Leno about cars and investing in cars and things like that. So I think that's really fantastic. Well, as we continue on your journey here, I want to talk a little bit about what instigated your goal to write this book. Now, this is your first book. Is that right? It is my first, as I like to say, my first credited book. Uh, I've contributed to a number of other books. Yes. This is the first book with with my name on it as author. Okay. Well, take us to a point in time where you decided to dedicate yourself to this book, because this is no little picture book. This is an intense factual book, and you paired yourself with one of the best automotive photographers on the planet, Michael Furman, who's been a guest on the show as well. So tell us what pushed you into this. Well, Mark, just as uh, you talked about the journey of my life, it wasn't a very linear process. This project began many years ago as a project for an exhibition at the Palm Springs Art Museum. Ah. Uh, I live primarily in Palm Springs. I also have a place in Italy where I spent a few months of the year as well, but I live here in Palm Springs. And the Palm Springs Art Museum is a very well-known institution with a very broad background in design and architecture. In fact, the Palm Springs Art Museum recently opened a design and architecture building, a freestanding building in a beautifully renovated and repurposed mid-century landmark building here in town. Mm -hmm. And the idea was to do an exhibition on this incredible topic of 
the influence and creative exchange between Italy and America in mid-century automotive design, because mid-century architecture is very important here in this part of Southern California. Oh, yeah. So this was originally uh, designed to be an exhibition. The book, Stile Transatlantico, Transatlantic Style, was to be the catalog for that exhibition. And the exhibition was approved and scheduled, and then due to uh, some personnel changes at the museum and the unfortunate uh, passing of the chairman of the board, the mm. exhibition had to be postponed. Oh, okay. And I discussed it with a number of people, and we all agreed it was a terrific project and deserved to have another life. And so we came up with the idea of recasting it from a catalog of the 17 cars which are going to be in the exhibition to this book, which features some 32 cars, and from which exhibitions will be based. Ah. There'll be two exhibitions, uh, Stile Transatlantico, Transatlantic Style, the first opening in Turin, Italy at the Museo de los Mobiles in March, running through the end of May, and the second at the Blackhawk Museums in Danville, California, outside of San Francisco, running from July to September. Oh, wow. Very cool. Well, I, I love the whole concept of how this came to be and how in a way, some uh, tragic events of losing somebody and then the situation changing, Lemons into Lemonade evolved into the book. So uh, very cool backstory. I like that. Well, I want to take a look at some of the roads you've driven down while you were writing this book. I'd love for you to share some of the big challenges you faced during this project and how you overcame those challenges, because that's, that's the most important part. What do we learn from these uh, these trying times? Well, the primary lesson that I learned is the fact that uh, I decided to start working on my next project as quickly as possible before I forgot how difficult it was to get this one done, <laughs> uh, because, <laughs> because I thought it's very important to have that fresh in my mind. Yeah. I would probably say, uh, Mark, my biggest challenge here was limiting the scope. This was an idea that I had so much enthusiasm for and so much passion for, and mm. one of my particular points of enjoyment is research. And once I started the research... I had to very, very carefully manage my own expectation to make sure that I could, could manage the scope of the project and not make it too big. Uh, that was my biggest challenge. Yeah, I've had many, many authors as guests here on Cars, yeah. And I remember talking to one gentleman who turned in a book that was about 800 pages, and the publisher said, okay, now cut it in half. <laughs> and it's like, what? I spent a year and a half to create all this, and now I've got to pare it down? But after the exercise came, he learned it was a better book, pared down. So, yeah, it I, I can't imagine. And your whole career is around research, learning about cars, knowing about the valuation in cars and things like that. So I think you did a fantastic job. It, it's really a, a wonderful read, beautiful book. And I'll let our listeners know this is a good-sized book. It's almost 300 pages, and it's, what, about 13 inches square, something like that? 13 inches square. Yeah, yes. yeah. So. It's one of those books that will live on your shelf forever, sits on my coffee table because it's it's just a fantastic book. And I love the fact that it's not just a picture book. It's got a lot of facts inside. I mean, the, the amount of work you put into this, I can't imagine. You hinted to a, another project. Is there another book project coming in the future? We'll talk about that a little later. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I, but I want to go, go back to something that you mentioned earlier, the fact that, and this is a very important part of the book, the fact that uh, I collaborated on this book with Michael Furman, who yes. uh, you know quite well. Yep. And the people who buy this book uh, will also have the opportunity, uh, thanks to modern technology, to uh, through a third-party app called Layer, you'll be able to scan the book cover and get a link to a video, an eight-minute video on the making of the book. 
cool. in which uh, I, I'm filmed speaking about the book and the subject and some of the cars, and also talking about my collaboration with Michael. Because for this book, which is all about design, it was very, very important that you be able to see the designs through archival photographs, certainly, as well as these wonderful studio and location portraits of the cars featured in the book that Michael did. We shot uh, in Italy, in Connecticut, in Florida, in Northern California, in Southern California, over the course of a year and a half. And it was quite a, uh, a labor of love and a, a terrific collaboration because we were able to, to get these ideas of what these designers actually achieved in the metal beautifully represented in the book, and I think it's a very, very important part of the book. It's a magical part of the book, and it's an extremely rare thing, I think, for people these days to have that interaction, the visual with the, well, the books are visual, of course, but the video, of course. What an added extra attraction, if you will. Absolutely brilliant concept and idea. Very, very cool. Well, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share kind of a project aha moment. Along the way, was there something that kind of illuminated your path, those Marshall headlights illuminated the roadway down a new path maybe, and share one of those aha moments you discovered during this uh, collaboration. Was there ever such a moment? <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, the original concept of the project was for this exhibition, which was very, very edited, very curated, 17 cars that told the story of the influences that America gave to Italian design ah. in the post-war decade. Because of, it's a story that really people aren't aware of at all. Things that, that many people think of as quintessential Italian design actually have American influences. A lot of Harley Earl and the pre-war work that comes through the post-war work from General Motors, the Motorama cars and things like that. Plus, of course, Virgil Exner of Chrysler working with the Ghia Studios in Italy to create some amazing cars. And while there are a lot of things that came from Italy that influenced American cars, there was a lot, especially in the late 40s, when Italy looked to America as this shining beacon of, of hope in the post-war age. Mm. Uh, America represented everything that was great and new and technological and exciting and successful. And if you ever looked at uh, the post-war Italian movies in the late 40s and early 50s, all the big shots always drove American cars. Uh -huh. and, and there was this glamour about America that really captivated the Italians. So that was really the influence, the uh, emphasis, rather, uh, of the project at first. When it was recast as a larger project, as a book, mm -hmm. I was chatting with one of the people who was very kind to allow me to shoot four of his cars for this book, uh, Larry Oriana, a wonderful collective of Italian cars on the East Coast of the country. And he challenged me because he's a real Italian car lover <laughs> and a very, very, very proud Italian-American. And he said, I don't understand this whole thing about all of this American influence in Italy, these classic Italian designs, they, they, they influenced America. Mm. And I stopped and I thought, you know, that's very true. There was this very, very, very large influence of America on Italy, but also at the same time in this period, in the late 40s through the 50s, a parallel track of classical Italian design that was coming up at the same time. And indeed, the book became the story of those parallel tracks and how America's influence on Italian design mutated through the decade to an Italian influence on American design, which then lasted through the 1960s, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very interesting. It's something that I think a lot of people 
may not be aware of. I think that's very cool that you went down that path and good thing that he challenged you with that concept and, you know, being able to set us car lovers straight because you'll hear people say, oh, this influenced that, that influenced this. And sometimes that's not really the case. And you look at a lot of the cars you see on the lawns at Amelia or Pebble and you go, this is a Chrysler, but it was designed by Gia. What? Hmm. How did that all work? So yeah, there's some spectacular cars that came out of all of this. Uh, it just sounds like a dream project to work on, for sure. Well, what makes this book so special for you, and why are you so proud of the final publication? Well, Mark, I'm really, really proud of this for a couple of reasons. One, because, as we just touched on, it's a story that hasn't been told. And the depth of this story, the exchange from both sides and in both directions, is something which really is quite important. Uh, in addition to, as we just discussed, the work of Americans in Italy, we also talk about the work of Italians in America, which is almost completely unknown. Mm. Uh, the fact that uh, a great aerodynamicist like Giovanni Savanuzzi actually is responsible for Chrysler's forward look. <laughs> Those fins, uh, the yeah. as purely decorative, they actually have aerodynamic function, which is astonishing. Yeah. Mario Rivelli de Beaumont, one of the world's first freelance stylists from the 1930s, an incredible designer and inventor, worked for General Motors on a contract basis in the mid-1950s and created the designs revealed for the first time anywhere in the world in this book. That he created a design for General Motors that General Motors decided not to pursue. He then brought it back to Italy and it became the Lancia Flaminia. Mm, Interesting. Wow. Beautiful car, too. I know you have a a place in your heart for Lancias as well. Indeed. Indeed. Is there anything in this book that you wish you'd done a little differently? <laughs> well, when we were uh, speaking earlier and you were talking about uh, writers delivering manuscripts and saying, oh, this is absolutely terrific, now cut it in half. <laughs> yes. I wish because of all of the things I wanted to put into this book and the time frame that we had to put together, I wish we could have actually started as a two-volume project. Oh, okay. It allowed me to deal a little bit more with the pre-war beginnings of some of these ideas and also allowed us to take it into the next decade to really see how this uh, worked out through the 60s and even into the early 70s. Ah, okay. Well, that leads me up to this next question, which you alluded to a little hint early on, and that is another book project in the works. Do you think something like that could happen? (laughs) Something like that will absolutely happen. Okay, Um, cool. And I'm trying to decide right now between which of two projects to start on, or rather to pursue. I've already started on them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a follow-up to, to this story, Transatlantic uh, Style, uh, which takes us into the next decade, and in some of the ways that not only in design, but in engineering and production, that we get into the first of the so-called hybrids. And I don't mean the uh, 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 Prius, but uh, <laughs> the wonderful Italian-designed american engine cars like the Iso Grifo and Iso Rivolta ah. and the Pantera and things like that, which directly grow out of this story. The other is something completely different, and it's another thing that has, has percolated in my mind for decades. Ever since, you know, growing up reading uh, car magazines, and then as I got more into cars, collecting and reading old car magazines from the 1940s and 50s, I began to notice that there was never a real differential between sporty car guys and hot rod guys. Ah, they were okay. just car guys until the end of the 1950s, when there seemed to be this total break, and you were either a hot rod guy or a sporty car guy. Mm -hmm. And 
I've spoken with a number of people about this who share my, my interest in this area. Again, another story which hasn't been told. <laughs> and uh, that is definitely going to be one of my future projects, whether it's the next project or the project after it remains to be seen, but that's definitely on my radar and something I've, I've begun to work on. Ah, oh, fantastic. I can't wait. Sounds really exciting. Well, how about an author? Is there an author out there or a book project that has inspired you that uh, kind of continues today? Well, <laughs> it's very funny <laughs> because I keep coming back to the fact I was born in 1955, which mm-hmm. I think is best, the best uh, year of the decade. <laughs> but that's just me. But it's very funny. I keep coming back to the 1950s. And this story, Spilly Transatlantico, Transatlantic Style, is very much a story of the 1950s. Mm-hmm. The sporty car hot rod story is very much a story of the 1950s. And the author who continues to inspire me, it's almost a cliche, I'd probably challenge you to find 10 people who write about cars, eight of whom don't mention this fellow as one of their great uh, inspirations, is Ken Purdy. Ah, and uh, I was I was recently uh, rereading for about the sixth time his book, The Kings of the Road. Mm-hmm. And it was also quite interesting because just as we all human nature always wants to look back at a golden age just past. Yes. And it's funny that here he is writing in the early to mid 1950s when some of the cars that I just absolutely die for were created. And he's looking back to the 1930s to the great Bugattis and Duesenbergs and, and Alfa Romeos yes. and saying, those were cars. What we <laughs> build now are nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I also find it quite fascinating to, uh, to, to sort of get that glimpse back uh, with someone who, again, always wrote as an enthusiast. You, yeah. you can hear his enthusiasm and feel his enthusiasm in every word he writes. Yeah, his book is one of those that's been um, uh, recommended by many of my past guests here on Cars. Yeah, it's a wonderful book. So interesting uh, juxtaposition between the two periods of time and so forth. But we love them all because they're cars. So (laughs) I'll take any of them. Well, Donald, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's hear a word from our Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. 
Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at com. Okay, Donald, we're back and we're entering the last lap and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best book writing advice you received? To stay enthusiastic, even when the project seems impossible. <laughs> yes. Great advice for many, many projects in life, for sure. Could you share one of your personal habits you believe helped contribute to your ability to complete this book project? Absolutely. That that goes back to one of my past lives as an <laughs> opera singer, which is an insane level of tenaciousness. Uh, when people say no, you just open up another door, knock on another door, make another phone call, send another email. It's got to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Great thing for an entrepreneur, tenacity and uh, persistence, most definitely. And and a reminder, our listeners, too, yeah, I've had the pleasure of hearing Donald sing. Uh, he's always sung the national anthem at all the Concord events I've been to. Uh, what a voice you have. So I'm jealous. I can't <laughs> sing worth a bean. So uh, I enjoy listening to you. Now, what kind of resources did you tap into for this project? Well, Mark, again, that's one of the great glories of what it is that uh, I do for a living and, and the, the field in which you find yourself as well, which yep. is the fact that the range of friends, you find friends who get excited about your project and offer you help that you had no idea you could get. Yes. And so all of my friends, people who are, uh, are collectors, people who are writers, uh, people I know that work at museums, people that work uh, selling cars, people that work at the auction houses, and of course, people in libraries that have just offered amazing, amazing help. One of the things that I spent a lot of time working on uh, in this book was the acknowledgments page, mm -hmm. and it could have been twice as long easily. There are some people that literally said, oh, you don't have to thank me, and I thought, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was incredible. The kindness of friends and strangers. Well, we are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves with. And uh, definitely you're surrounded by uh, so many talented people, so many wonderful people. And the fact that these people that own these cars would let you into their lives and share their cars with you is a, a tribute really to the kind of guy that you are. So who could say no to Donald Osborne? My goodness. <laughs> and uh, the book is available right now. What's the best way for people to get their hands on a copy other than one lucky listener here at Cars Jazz is going to win one? <laughs> yes, except except for that lucky listener. You can buy the book uh, on the website of Coachbuilt Press. That's mm -hmm. coachbuiltpress.com. It's also available on Amazon. It's available at selected bookstores, including, uh, including uh, Arrow Auto Books in Burbank, California. Oh, yeah. It's available here at the uh, at, at the gift shop, the vault, and the Architecture and Design Center, the Palm Springs Art Museum. Mm -hmm. And it'll also be for sale at the Blackhawk Museum and also at the Museo dell'Automobile in Torino for any of your listeners who are listening in Italy. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I'll make sure that links to those sites are up on Donald's show notes page here at carsyeah.com. All right, it's time for the checkered flag. If there's one singular message you'd like for our listeners to get from reading Transatlantic Style, what would that be? To look beyond the obvious, see where inspiration may have come from. It can surprise you. 
Ah, bravo, bravo. I love the way you said that. Donald, you have taken me on an awesome ride again today. I want to thank you for coming back to Cars Yeah and being my guest again. I've really enjoyed learning more about this fabulous book that you've produced. Oh, man, it is so cool. And I want to thank you for sharing a little bit more of your automotive journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset? No doubt in some spectacular 50s automobile that uh, might be some inspiration for those listeners here at Cars Yeah. Always follow your passion. Never let anyone else talk you out of it. Never let anyone else try to talk you into theirs. It's yours a lot. Absolutely. And again, listeners, I'll make sure that I post on Donald Shono's page how to get a copy of Transatlantic Style. This book is absolutely spectacular. And one fortunate Cars Yeah subscriber is going to win a copy of this spectacular book. Compliments of Donald and Coach Belt Press. Thank you very, very much for doing that. We'll be drawing a name on New Year's Eve, so uh, make sure you go to the Cars Yeah website, subscribe. I'll send you my free ebook, Filler Up. It'll be a, a nice little consolation prize if your name is not drawn, but um, make sure you go and subscribe because you're going to want to get your hands on this. And if you're not the person that wins, get yourself a copy of this book. It will live on your automotive library shelf forever, as mine does as well. Listeners, you can find everything we've talked about today at carsyad.com slash Donald Osborne. Just type Donald in the search bar. You'll find his original show with me and the follow-up show we have right here and all the great resources that he shared with us. Donald, thanks again for being so generous today. We're talking here on a Sunday, so it's kind of our day off, if we even have a day off in our lives. (laughs) I really appreciate you taking some time in between trips here. I want to thank you for sharing your expertise and your wonderful experiences with the Cars Yeah listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks so much, Mark, and have a fantastic 2017. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!